Hey everyone, welcome back to the Unedited Me. I'm Sabrina, and today I have the lovely Iris with us from Life with Iris King on Instagram. And Iris is a self-starter. She is a businesswoman. She has worked um, on freelance businesses. She's worked for other people as well. She's worked in the corporate world. And Iris is on a new journey right now. She is uh, taking full force on social media. She is going full force and she is working on becoming a consultant for healthy living, for nutrition, and for just filling yourself uh, with, with love and light and to really bring wholeness to your spirit, soul, and body. And I love that about Iris. And so if you want to go follow her, you can do so. Uh, it's at, at Life with Iris King. And so Iris, Thank you for being us here and welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Uh, I am super excited to just go into the questions that we have today. As we were speaking before, uh, there is a lot to talk about and you have definitely been on many different journeys in your life. And I am just super excited to chat with you about that. So just to start off, I wanted to ask you, maybe you could uh, explain a little bit more of what you're, what you're going into right now and the path you're taking on social media and how you're impacting people. Hmm. Um, so the business that I'm trying to, um, but I'm not trying to, but I'm building right now is to really help solopreneurs um, learn how to eat healthier. Uh, foods that are healthy for them so that they can have the energy that they need to create the massive impact that they want. The, the solopreneurs that I talk about, they're so passionate in what they want to do. They're really um, grounded on the mission that they have been put on this earth to accomplish. However, um, they suffer from chronic fatigue, low energy. They feel uh, sluggish, digestive issues, headaches, and for me, having gone through 20 years of chronic illness, I know what it's like. And, and also being an achiever and a self-starter, like I said, I know what it's like to want to do like 10 million things and be sick on the bed and not being able to do it. It's, it's the worst feeling. And so I'm really passionate about um, sharing my journey and what I've discovered to get my energy to how it is now uh, to help these entrepreneurs um, you know, create that massive action and have that energy that they need to do that. That's amazing. I love that. And I think that, you know, I myself uh, am going through a journey of uh, getting healthier in my mind, uh, soul and spirit. I guess mind is the same as soul. So mind, body and spirit. Um, and, mm -hmm. and that's something that I think now I'm realizing even more how I was lacking in the area of eating, um, just morning routine, uh, taking time for, you know, uh, myself, taking time, you know, reading my Bible, taking time, uh, just learning about how I can be healthier. And as an entrepreneur myself, I found myself even having these huge lows of, of just energy, of wanting to do stuff, but just feeling exhausted and wanting to honestly curl up in a ball and just sleep, um, especially in the winter seasons. I think that we know that in winter, it gets a little bit worse. We kind of get a little bit more groggy. And I think that what you're doing is actually amazing. And I think it's going to impact people on levels that is that they will be so, you know, 
excited with the level of knowledge and understanding that you bring to them and they'll be able to you know get back into the rhythm that they hoped they would they would uh relive at some point in their life or actually live it for the first time um i think mm-hmm. that's amazing i i'm wondering you know when it comes to your journey and how you you know climbed out of that maybe you could just explain a little bit of like what you went through and and how you got out of that to be where you are to now helping people i think that's beautiful mhm so growing up just a little bit of a backstory um growing up as young as i could remember like even as a toddler uh till about my early 20s my aunts my grandma my parents they would all tell me like you're weak don't don't do that you're like weak as in like physically weak wow. um oh here's some more herbal soup uh, you need to eat that oh my gosh you coughed you're you're going to get like <laughs> like i i and i don't think it was meant in a malicious way i i believe that they truly believed that i was um made of a weaker stock okay. um and so that laid the foundation in my head like mindset of i'm a weak person so i i can't do what normal people do wow. um you know like it was just like really set in me and so that was like um you know when i help people with healthy eating it's not just about what to eat i do tackle mindset because i've lived that like what are the blocks you know so i had to um about when i was 25 um i'm 40 now so that's like 15 years ago um i decided okay i'm going to take responsibility for my health um what i put in my mouth and also what i i think in my head and you know they can say i'm weak but what can i do you know so i just started researching um i had friends have friends that are like super passionate about you know eating well eating clean and seeing like their skin was like so radiant and like you know and so 15 years ago is when i started the journey um i also had like chronic uh sciatica pain headaches like five five days wow. a week at least um low energy and so i'm like what can i do because i literally the the main thought that i've had um for most of my life is that it's i won't be surprised in the senior home when i'm in this in a home um of how it feels to be 80 because i feel like that now wow and it's like <laughs> Uh, at one point i was like i am sick and tired of literally being sick and tired i have so much that god has put me on this earth to do and there must there has to be a solution and i and i have the most empathy for people going through what i went through because it's hard when you have low energy to do anything i i also got graves disease which is a hypo a hyperthyroid um i went down to 112 pounds like i was so thin um wow. hot flashes during the winter like i i have spinal stenosis a lot of things so um yeah just going through that and taking personal responsibility for for what i think what i eat um and what i do has been has been quite the journey and that's why like i want to help yeah people of do course the same. of course i totally see that and i think that you know just with everything that you just said the fact that you're able to to be here today and be somebody who wants to be uh, that person that you maybe didn't have growing up that you had to be for yourself uh and now you're willing to do that for others and you know that's just the the amazing gift of just you know being able to 
heal in, in a certain way inside of ourselves, whether even if it's not manifested physically as we would love, um, you know, we, we desire to help others so that they can even, you know, experience maybe even more of a healing than we've experienced. Aside from the physical aspects of how, how this disease um, was manifesting in my body, I did go through a lot of um, unfortunate things in my life. And I really do believe in the mind-body connection. Like when, when we are holding on to unforgiveness, when we are holding on to unresolved um, emotional issues, things that we need to unpack uh, or we need to give to God and just like you handle it, you yeah. know, because it's not, it's not up to me to, to, you know, give judgment or whatever to whoever hurt me. Um, I really feel like yeah, working on my emotional healing um, has definitely had a good impact also on my energy and on my back. Wow. Um, I, I recently discovered about three years ago now, it goes so fast. Three years ago, um, I was literally on my kitchen table, not on my kitchen, sitting at my kitchen table, crying from pain because I have severe spinal stenosis on my um, lower back. And that's just spinal stenosis is just... Um, uh, the canal where your, your spinal cord is, is too small. And so it's touching the nerves and it's really, really painful and it caused numbness and all that. Um, and I was in line for surgery, um, spinal surgery, which I did not want to do, but I'm like, what, what else, am, what else am I going to do? Um, yeah. um, but then I talked to a doctor friend who's also Christian and she was like, you know what? I, I think, you need to work on your unforgiveness. And I, Shoot. yeah. How was that? Yeah. I heard that. It was like a, it felt like it was very wise, um, okay. uh, very wise advice. I mean, That's cause awesome. she's a medical doctor, right? So yeah. normally if you go to, um, you know, like a chiropractor, they want to adjust you. If you want to go to the surgeon, they want to, you know, do surgery. If you go to a doctor, they'll prescribe pills. So for her, as a medical doctor with a scientific brain telling me like to work on unforgiveness, I was like, you know, interesting. Right. Yeah. And so I did that. Like, um, there's this book, I'm, I have it. I went through, um, a course called emotionally healthy relationships okay. as well to dig deep on like, what was, what's inside, what's underneath, um, the surface that's causing me to react in certain ways, uh, um, even doing a, the genogram to see like the repeated patterns of wow. you know, what I've lived and how that is manifesting in my life. But like unforgiveness was, was key to releasing a lot of the pain. Like before I was, um, eight out of 10 pain, like close to surgery desperation Yeah, and with unforgiveness, with working on emotional healing and going to a really, um, good chiropractor. Um, and working on my mindset, just a whole like, and gentle exercises, eating well, eating anti-inflammatory things that all helped, um, that all helped with, with my pain. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love that. Like, honestly, and you know, I mean, it's never a super comforting thing to, to be told, oh, well, you have bitterness and you need to deal with your, you know, whatever that may be. It could be, you know, hatred. It could be anger, frustration, uh, unforgiveness towards people in our lives. And, you know, we can take it and be like, oh, well, thank you. I 
didn't know that and have like an open mind, open heart. But honestly, more often than not, it comes as a surprise a little bit and we get a little bit like, oh, okay, it's a little sting. It's it's a little, I don't feel super comfortable because, you know, it goes back into my hurt. It goes back into things that have happened in the past. I don't want to maybe access those memories, those, those thoughts. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I love that, you know, through what, what you did, you found healing, you found joy, you found freedom. And I think that that's the biggest gift of all in the end. Um, to be honest, I think that's, that's just beautiful. Um, I'm wondering, I I have to say, I have to say on that thought, um, I didn't do it alone. Um, my uncle who is a pastor in Los Angeles, um, he really mentored me. Um, I've had those, (laughs) I've had those calls where I'm just like, Oh, like crying, crying, crying. Like, you know, just pouring my heart out. He's like, okay, this is good. This is good. You know, like do this. Um, and eventually you will learn to do this with God. Like right now you're calling me, but eventually you'll learn how to pour your hurt to God directly, you know? And it's like, and so he was like weekly calls, texts in between. And another person, um, is my mother-in-law, Sheldina. She really journeyed with me. That's great. Um, like she, I, I, it kind of like I was covered the whole time. It was my uncle, and then she kind of took over the reins and and helped me along even more with the emotional healing and stuff. She, she, is a great example of um, a person who's not afraid to be vulnerable. Mm. And I think having an example like that and is not afraid of of going there and shit. Like it's just I'm I'm pretty open as well. And and my need for growing outweighs um, the discomfort of what I have to go through to, to of course. be healthier. Yeah. So, yeah. I have to say it, it's so important to not do it alone. And if there's um, people in your life that um, can speak into your life, can journey with you, like that's, that was huge yeah. for me. Totally. Totally. And I'm wondering now, um, now that you're, you know, starting your business online uh, and you're getting into this and trying to help people as well, who've, who've gone through what, what you're going through, uh, how do you implement that? How do you help, uh, and consult people? Right now I'm serving solopreneurs, uh, specifically because they're one man or woman shows, right? Like we're, I'm a solo premier and I do it all. I have to do my bookkeeping. I have to do my Instagram posts, I, you know, like produce the post, edit the post, um, work with the clients, refine the program. We do it all. Right. And so if we're not, um, hundred percent, like a lot of the balls will fall down. And so I've been talking to a lot of solopreneurs who are interested in working with me and who have signed on to work with me. And a lot of them have, um, you know, a common denominator of they work a lot there. They work like 40 to 60 hour weeks, probably more like that was probably like a, um, you know, um, they have multiple, um, even businesses and, and projects going at the same time. They have low energy, they have headaches, gut issues, um, just general feeling of being run down. Um, they want to eat healthy, but their main problems is that they don't have time. They don't have time. They're like, I have work to do. I don't have time to research healthy recipes. I don't have time to cook, Um, but they want to eat healthy. Um, And and the other problem is they're confused. They don't know know what 
to eat. <laughs> like even if they had time to go to the grocery store and and grab whatever organic food, like well, which food will actually benefit me and help me increase my they don't know. And then on top of it, it doesn't help. It it's they're like every time we turn around, the media is talking about something else that contradicts Science. yesterday's thing. Yeah. So, um, and, and also there are in almost every instance, there's always a mindset block of, of some sort, whether it's, you know, they, they have a health goal, but they see themselves as only this or at, or only achieving at a certain level. And so even though they've actually achieved that goal, they come back, they actually come back to where they were. So interesting. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I, I'm developing this uh, one-on-one coaching program now that hits a lot of the major pillars like mindset. We take a deep dive on like what's blocking you from experiencing um, amazing health, you know, and that could be different for everyone. For me, it was uh, for the mindset part, it was you're weak, you're weak, you're weak. (laughs) Like you didn't get breastfed, you're weak. Um, but for others, it's like, well, I see myself as an overweight person. Mm-hmm. And so they can never lose weight. You know, that's in it. And then the second pillar would be bridging the knowledge gap. Like, what is actually healthy? Which do you diet? Do you not diet? What do you eat? What about supplements? Like, you know, kind of t- demystifying this whole confusing rat's nest of a thing and, and really breaking it down to, okay, these are the fundamentals. And... And really, there's no one way for everyone. Everyone is bio, there's bio-individuality. Everyone's unique. So I could eat dairy and be fine, and you could eat dairy and have a really bad reaction. Yep. And so even though the media is touting like dairy is amazing or whatever, like I'm just giving an example, or like avocados are amazing, for example, if you're not reacting well to it, don't eat it. So like the, the stuff like that, uh, it's yep. all about experimentation. So br- bridging the knowledge gap, and then because I'm attracting a lot of solopreneurs that have low energy, chronic fatigue, stuff like that, like about the same symptoms, um, there are certain um, recipes and certain supplements and certain lifestyle um, recommendations that I have that they can start implementing that are easy. You know, they can start easing into it and going through it and, and kind of weaving it into their busy schedule. Mm. Um and and those are the things that they can try that work for me. And then and then the last thing would be, um, how how would they then continue to eat? Like once they they get to my um, stage where I'm like I'm literally I rate my I have a planner I use um, the high performance planner yes, um, every I've day. And there's a thing at the end. <laughs> there's a thing at the end where you rate your energy and. I am happy to say that I rate my energy five out of five most days. And that is something I never thought I would say. And so when you get, when they get to the stage, um, how do you, how do you eat? What do you eat then? Mm -hmm. And so we we would create a a plan of what do you continue to eat to support your overall health to prevent disease in the future? I don't feel like I see any holes within what you're doing. And I, and I love that. I absolutely love that. You really touch every level. You look at every part of the human being. And I think that honestly, your next step is to get a doctorate and then, you know, become a doctor. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I mean, I'm just so fascinated by, by um, 
the the knowledge that people can have and the knowledge that people can gain through their own experience. I'm so fascinated by it. And honestly, your your journey has fascinated me so much. And you know, we were um, we were chatting about just looking back into our lives and looking back at the things that we've lived and maybe even you know, some mistakes that we took, some, some things that uh, we would love to, to have a do over a little bit and would love to have chosen um, different things. I put myself into a place of trying to be an adult so young. And now that I look back, I think, oh, well, if I were 15, I would totally do things differently. I would tell myself, Sab, slow down a little bit and live your life a little bit, have fun. You need to have a stick up your butt and try to be an adult. Uh, You're a teenager and that's your reality. So I'm wondering, how about you? Like, what are some things, um, maybe we'll go like at 20 years old. All right. So how long is this podcast? (laughs) So I have a few thoughts on that of what I I would tell my 20-year-old self. I grew up in in a kind of environment where they, you know, a lot of shame was put on you. Like um, even growing up, like you do something and you're a kid, right? So you do stupid things, <laughs> and then some an adult would like come out from the shadows <laughs> and go shame on you, like shame, you know, or <laughs> or you know, even as a young adult, you know, you, our society was just like you have to act a certain way and and dress a certain way and be a certain way. Because what will people think? And so that that was a huge um, thing that guided my decisions um, in my twenties and even in in my thirties and um, like till yesterday. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, uh, and that's something that I would tell myself: like they, their people, other people's opinions of you do not pay the bills. Um, you know, other people's opinion of you do not matter. Like, do not matter because it just. Um, yeah, so I would just, and most of the time people aren't even thinking about you. That's the sad part. (laughs) They're thinking about themselves and their own issues and their own goals. And right. So to spend so much time and energy doing things that I necessarily didn't want to do, but I thought people wanted me to do or expected me to do, or would clap me up because I did them. It's such a waste of energy, such a waste of energy. So it was like, get over it, just focus on being you, you know, and whoever um, comes along for the ride, whoever supports you are who is supposed to be with you and who judges you and is like, "Mm," you know, let them go. They're not part of who you're supposed to influence and who you're supposed to live life with and journey with. Um, The second thing would be uh, failure is just part of it, you know, um, um, it's just, it just is. And so it's like, when you fail at something, it's, it's more something to celebrate because it's an opportunity to learn. And it's not like a catastrophic event. It's not a reflection of who you are. Um, and yeah, it's just, it just means you tried failure means you've tried. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's something to celebrate because most people don't even try. They don't even try to get in the ring and, and do take a risk and do something. And so celebrating failure is, is one thing and not to be scared of it, like just go for it. Yeah. Um, another thing is, you know, if you're the type of person that envisions yourself growing and constantly growing and never stop growing, 
um, one thing I would tell myself is to get used to being uncomfortable mm-hmm. because every time you grow, you're, you're doing something new. And when you're doing something new, you don't know what you're doing, right? Like, yeah. like going on Instagram live or, or posting a story for the first time. I'm like, what's a story? And then you showed me like how to, how to make exactly. a story. Like there, you're going to be uncomfortable. So just get used to it. If you plan yeah. to grow. Yeah. Right. Totally. And, um, um, I love observing, um, highly impactful people. I, 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 don't want to say successful people because success could mean a lot for, for different things. And, but people who have high impact, who influence people in a very meaningful way. Um, I noticed that a lot of them say that consistency is key. Yeah. And so you've, you've, um, in your introduction of me, you said I've tried many different things and I don't regret that. Um, because I think that as I, I tried different things, I kind of like went, okay, well, I don't want to do this and I don't want to yeah. do that. And that's, that's great. Um, but I do feel like for some of the things that I tried, if I was consistent and just showed up, no matter what um, the outcome was at the time, yeah, I think I would be at a very different place. Yeah, If I continued to show up versus, oh, it's not working, give up, yeah. pivot. You know, and I'm not saying pivot's bad either, but I'm just like, yeah. there's, there's something with consistency that, you know, if you show up consistency, I really do feel like success is inevitable yeah. because you just, you're there. And so the odds are more in your favor because you're just putting in more, you know? Exactly. Even if you hate what you're doing, if you're consistent at it, you'll see a result. It, it's, it's the reality. Sure. I mean, I know people who work out and they hate working out, hate it with all their life, yeah. but they, they see, you know, they see results. I'm that person. <laughs> um let's be honest yeah I just did a just to talk about consistency I just um tried the Daniel plan which is a 21 day plan and it's uh no meat it's uh fruits and vegetables whole grains uh salt and pepper olive oil you know like water you know very basic uh plan and I did that for 21 whole days and I lost five pounds and it's like it's like you know, and, I, and I'm not saying that's going to be a result for everybody, but like consi- there's something about consistency and that's just 21 days. Yeah. Imagine eating well for the rest of your life. I've been very consistent in, in the social media world. I have done a lot. Uh, a lot of people account on me for, you know, what I do. I, I've worked as a social media marketer, a social media consultant, social media, um, like just so many different things, brand development, all of that. And I've noticed that even through unhealthy behaviors and unhealthy mindsets, although uh, I did that in an unhealthy way, I saw a, a result because I was consistent. Uh, do I recommend it? I don't recommend that. I don't recommend it. <laughs> uh, I don't think that that's healthy. I don't think that that's um, that will get you anywhere. Um, I actually believe now that if you do something even though you, you know, for a long time that you hate, there's bitterness that can, can, you know, come up. There's frustration that can come up. And, you know, those, those emotions are not something that we want to live in for a long time. So, you know, as we said, you can do it. It's, it's plausible. It's possible. Uh, But if you can find a healthy motivation for what you're doing, then that's even better. 
for your overall outcome. And I, I also noticed that you do share that as well on your social media. And that's what I love about, you know, what you're doing. You know, I've said that many times. I, I'm wondering, you know, if there were somebody today who would come to you and say, listen, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. I have tried all these methods. I've tried all of these different things. Where would you, where would you consult them or help them or try to get them on the right path? So yeah, I would have a, a conversation with them just to see where they're at, uh, what they've, what they're experiencing now, what they're doing, um, what has been working so that we don't change that and what hasn't been working. Um, and then I would actually also ask them like how motivated they are to change um, because if they don't feel the need to change, then there's, you know, it's kind of, there's a lot of a less um, room, wiggle room. Um, but really I would, I would really focus on the mindset first. I know it's, it's all about healthy eating, but mindset is key. If they don't, if they don't believe that they can experience um, health in, in the way that they want to experience, if they, if they don't believe that it's possible, if um, they think that they're set and they're, this is the body that they have and that's it, um, there's no hope and there's, no, there's nothing that I can recommend after that that will work in a way that it will last. It may work for a while, but then, you know, the, it, they'll go back. So really, um, yeah, I would talk to them and focus on their mindset first, lay a good foundation and then get into the mechanics of what to eat and setting good habits and stuff like that. Because everything else is, is really just mechanics after that. Yeah, for sure. I love it. Uh, thank you so much, Iris. I honestly, everything that you've said has actually impacted me uh, more than maybe you even know. Uh, but it, it does impact me on on really great level. And I love, and I love it. And, you know, whoever's watching who maybe going through a season of, of feeling just tired, feeling like they want to do stuff, but they can't, or they don't have enough energy, or, you know, you may be even going through a, um, a personal battle, whether that's a physical, a mental uh, battle, you know, is COVID is still going around. Uh, life is still inside. And the reality is, is, we don't know how long it, that's going to last for. And we may not be loving everything, at least if we could have somebody that we can talk to, somebody that can help us, you know, choose to eat healthier, have better mindsets and walk in a better path. I think that that's, um, you know, that's something that can be very great for our, for our journeys, especially through what's going through, right, what we're going through right now. So if any of you guys are interested, uh, go and find Iris at, at, uh, life with Iris King on Instagram. And, uh, Honestly, she can definitely help you through whatever you're going through, I'm sure. Tell her that you came directly from this podcast. And uh, thank you, Iris, for being a part of this, this talk together. It was super fun. Thank you for having me. Great. Have a great day. Bye, everyone. Hey, guys. I hope you liked this week's podcast. It was such a pleasure having Iris on to chat about mental, physical, and spiritual health. Her journey is so inspiring and has actually prompted me to think deeper into what I eat and how I take care of my mental health. I hope it does for you too. 
If you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe, and don't forget to share and spread the word about the unedited me. If you want to share on social media, don't forget to use the hashtag the unedited me podcast on your stories and Instagram posts. Have a great day, guys.